Welcome to the Breakfast Club, an Ikib Explorer podcast that explores real stories of everyday people who have faced challenges and come out on top. In each episode, we explore the strategies, tools, and mindset shifts that helped our guests not only survive, but thrive in the face of adversity. Not only will you be inspired and motivated by the incredible stories of our guests, but you'll also be learning something new each time from Ikib Explorer. Our goal is to inspire and motivate you to overcome your own obstacles and achieve your own victories. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and join us for the Breakfast Club and Ikib Explorer podcast. Get ready to be moved, inspired, and empowered. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Club podcast. I'm Nora Ero Kubo, and I'm here with my co-host Sam Uhiri and a wonderful guest, Perpetual Anigbe RN. Hi. Hi Nora. Hi Pep. How are you doing? I'm very well. Sorry, what does the RM stand for? A registered nurse. And tonight I've got two registered nurses for the price of one. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you indeed. <laughs> so we have Perpetual and Nigbe with us, and she's a lot of things. And I want to give her the opportunity to tell us, you know, about herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Anigbe Offrey Perpetual, popularly known as your favorite love with an Austin degree. I'm a registered nurse, fashion designer, entrepreneur, YouTuber. <laughs> I'm a bunch of things, basically. It's multi-talented. <laughs> yeah, but you seem to do a lot of things. Let me be unfair to you for this bit and ask you, which one do you enjoy the most? I can't really pinpoint one. I enjoy everything because it involves me caring for everyone literally so i enjoy fashion designing i enjoy being a nurse i enjoy being an entrepreneur i think it's fine having you know so many things that you do that you're passionate about it's admirable that's because you do a lot of things (laughs) well i guess so so pep tell us did were you a fashion designer before you became a registered nurse or you're a registered nurse before you became a fashion designer tell us the story what's the story behind both it's a long story, so I'll start by saying story, story. Story. Once upon a time. Time, time. <laughs> time. So basically, I became a fashion designer before becoming a nurse. And it came to play how I didn't go for any fashion schooling or tutoring, whatever. I grew up with my mom. My mom is a tailor and I didn't know I was picking up the craft by just watching her do her cuts and peddling. And I was not really actively present. I'm mostly running errands by trade, by need, by landing. So all of a sudden, I just find myself doing the thing. My mom would travel and some clients would come and say, oh, I want to stitch my dress. I'm like, bring it. I can do it. I was out then. Like, I was not even up to it. I said, bring it. Yeah, you sure? You feel the one, so. I let your mommy, they feel they do all these things. So, I'll say, ah, don't worry. Bring it. I can do it. I'll sew it. I'll do it and they'll go. They'll drop money. My mom will come back and be like, ah, what happens this morning? I'll explain to her. She'll be like, ah, that's why my customer clothes. So, I'm not sending you this one, though. No. That's why I send you. In my mind, I'm like, ah, 
is this woman ungrateful? You cannot even say thank you for this plenty money I've made for you. <laughs> when I entered the country school, so my classmates would be like, I love your uniform. Who made your uniform? I'm like, ah, I made it myself. I'm like, are you serious? So yes. And then they'll be like, okay, you'll make one for me tomorrow. Let me see. I say, okay, no, Ahala. I'll give my mom. My mom cuts the uniform for me because ah, if I spoil that one, she'll cut it and she'll put me through on how to go about it. And it went on like that. When I entered school, I did not even see myself as though I'll be sewing and doing nothing. I never thought about it until in 200 level, they brought out the circular that would be wearing uniforms to school and that there's one, they have one tailor shirt that can make uniforms. In my head, I'm like, which tailor? No, no, me, no, no, like me. I'll make my uniform, don't worry. So I took break. On my way home, one of my classmates saw me. She was like, ah, ah, are you going home? I said, yes, I'm going to make my uniform. She said, hey, ah, can you make uniform? I said, yes. So okay, me, I'll make two. I say, oh, that's nice. Another person, I'll make one. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So I gathered everything. I took them home. I made them myself. They came out perfectly. And that was how I started sewing. But it was not branded then. I never had a name for it. Because it's just like, mm, I can sew. If you want to sew, if I'm going home, I'll take it home with me. I've not had uh, my sewing machine at that that time. Until 400 level, I met a friend who randomly got me a sewing machine. I was like, can you sew? What can you do? And I told him, I can't sew. I know how to sew. My mom is a tailor, so I learned from her. I was like, are you sure? Okay, I'll surprise you one day. All of a sudden, he just got me a sewing machine. And the moment I took that machine to my hostel, my neighbors were like, Bella and Winifred were the first persons I made official pep stitches clothes for. They were like, ah, what shall you just sew? I'm going to spoil my clothes. So if you spoil my clothes, you go pay. And then chill. Don't worry. I'll sew for you. So they brought one random cloth like that. In my head, I'm like, ah, I was so disturbed before, but. How we do it is not me and kid. <laughs> I just did it. It's one kind, one kind. And it came out fine. And they really loved it. Since then, they've been making clothes from me till now, from 2017 to 2023. That's how Pepsi came about. Wow. Intriguing. Wow. <laughs> This is a good story. Okay, let's talk about breakfast. You've experienced breakfast before, haven't you? Ah, ah plenty times. <laughs> yes, I knew I was going to like you. All right, share your breakfast stories. Wow, so in this life, <laughs> being an entrepreneur, I have shopped a lot of breakfast. So there was this time, someone connected me to this American line quotes. I was like, okay, fine, cool. We got talking. Over the phone, I asked for her body specifications. She sent everything. And I'm like, okay, we talked about the price. Mm, she complied. I was happy because I mean, it's an international delivery. So I finished making this dress. This dress was perfect. 
I'm not even saying perfect because I made it myself, but I mean, it was everything. Mind you, it was supposed to be for a traditional marriage. So I gave it to someone that helped me, like, deliver it to her because that person knows her very well. And then she, I don't know who she gave the dress to try on. And she's like, ah, this dress is not what I ordered, though. I'm like, ah, ah, I don't understand. You put me measurements now. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Is it the color or it did not fit or have you even gotten this dress? She's like, she does not even need to get the dress at all because this dress will not fit her. Hey, I was like, Jesus, which kind of I love this one? And she has paid full payment. I've already like started bragging behind my head that I've already thought of the caption I'll use for that dress because. Ah, I killed it. We got talking. I started begging her, like, okay, just explain to me the real issue. What happened? She's like, the dress has not gotten to her. So the person that collected the dress gave it on to her sister to try on. And her sister is supposed to be the same height and body, everything with her. The dress was too short. Like, it was not to the ground. And that was the issue. I'm like, the measurement you sent me, how did the person measure you? She said, oh, the white woman used a tape. It's like, it's our regular tape. I'm like, oh, maybe it's the regular tape. It's supposed to be your measurements. And then she went back to the white woman's shop. She showed me the way they measured it. I'm like, ah, you used the back the centimeter instead of inches. How was I supposed to know? I felt really bad. And then we got to a conclusion. Although she was not now... After the explanations, she, she understood my own point. That, okay, the fault was not from me. It was not from her either, but it was from the white woman. How did we end this thing? So that's how my dress did not reach America again. <laughs> oh my God. After all the energy you spent on that dress. I mean, I invested time. I really made it so perfect. I mean, like... You are making an international delivery, so the effort you are putting in it yeah. is like times two of the regular ones. So that when the locals there they see the dress, they'll be like, "Ah, can't enter." But things wow. now went another way. You know, they saved you a bit of embarrassment because they could have dragged you and done like what I ordered versus my clothes. Abi, ah, I would have been very sad. So wait, when people like order things like this from you abroad now do you like check how, how they send the message the um, measurements have you learned a lesson from that yes i have most times sha i really do not ask for measurements i don't know i just ask you for your picture and maybe the size of dresses you wear like uk size 8 size 10 and then i'll just manipulate my own measurements and most times it's always perfect it's always perfect like that. So it saves me the time of embarrassment and uh, you gave me what I ordered versus what I received. All those <laughs> You see, how many tables do you know that will deliver perfectly without taking a measurement? Tell me. <coughs> Tell me. How many tables do you know? Only me. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay one moment we are going to take a break right here for Nora to tell us the fact that we don't know 
I'm probably something we will not use. But Nara, go ahead. What's the fact you have for us today? Okay, so you know how when it rains after a long time, there's this particular smell um, you perceive. Mm-hmm. Have you ever yeah, perceived like a particular odor when it rains after a long time? Yeah, that's so a smell, yeah. Yeah, so there's actually a word for that, and the word is petrichor. It means the smell of rain or the pleasant um, odor that comes when it rains after a long time. I'm never going to use that word. So the word is like actually gotten from um, Greek origins. And the petri is like from a word that means stone or rock. Core is from a word that means the fluid that runs through the veins of the gods in Greek mythology. That is just weird. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the word you're going to use now? Definitely, definitely. Because personally, I love the smell of rain yeah right i'm going to stick with the smell of rain thank you very ah. much <laughs> that's just say petrichor it makes you sound you know smarter and cooler it makes me sound like i know too much and people will not like me people will like you <laughs> <laughs> all right back to our breakfast sorry thanks for the facts nora even though i might never use it back to you Beb. so i'm going to ask how do you manage your time with all the things you do, fashion designing, YouTube channel, register nurse? Sorry, are you practicing nurse? Or is that something, that's something you don't do? You're an entrepreneur as well. How do you manage your time? What do you do? What do you need to do? How do you prioritize? Okay, to answer your question, yes, I'm a practicing nurse. And it's not really easy having to do everything by myself, I won't advise you get. So basically, I, I try to manage my time by doing things that are very important. But most of the time, Sha, um, should I say I work more at night rather than during the day so I can just do my nursing stuff and every other thing during the day and then at night I'm like sewing and all of that. Have you ever had a time when you like get have a conflict? And how did you like escape that? Like a client is pressing your neck and you have a shift at the hospital. Does that happen often? One thing is, I've never experienced, I've never been in that situation where I have to like get physical with a, a, a customer. You know, I've never had that opportunity, and I will not want to in future. So, how do you deal with the pressure too of like when you have a deadline with a client say, "I need my clothes on Saturday for a wedding or something," and then you have a sh- shift at the hospital and so on? How do you handle that? The truth is that m- most of my clients like deadline deliveries. They will always eat you up when. It's like 24 hours to their event. So when I'm on duty and I have calls like that, I just try to like finish up in time. Then I know, okay, I'm doing overnight job for the person just so I'll be able to deliver prompt. And most times my friends will like in my situation to the fact that I like 
or I would put my my clients first more than myself. Even when I'm sick, I'll still try to attend to them and give them ultimate satisfaction before myself. Look at Nora's face. She's exactly like that. Nora is exactly like that. <laughs> is it a nurse's thing? I, 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 I don't, don't think do. it's a bad thing. What? What do you mean it's not a bad thing? Oh, sorry, do you guys ever sleep? Nah, that's, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> my sleep, my sleep <laughs> schedule is chaotic. I don't have it's a really, sleep schedule. <laughs> really, it's it's something. Ah. Yeah, you barely sleep. For people who practice medicine and encourage people to sleep, how 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 do you with a straight face tell people you need good sleep, and then you do what you do? Yeah, that's why I said. I don't advise anybody doing a lot of things in one body. So just do the one your strength can carry. But if you're not doing 100 things to carry, ah, do it by all means. But all definitely, right, okay, so. your health is, is, is definitely important. It is, yes, it yes. Protecting your health is important. So mm-hmm. regardless of how we live our lives as medical professionals, will still encourage everyone else to sleep well at least eight hours <laughs> in day. After, exactly. after this call, Nora, I'm thanking you to make sure you listen to it. <laughs> I'm making sure you listen to it because I know you you barely sleep. Please don't call me out like that. I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She doesn't want but, to yeah. but yeah, Pep is right. It's it's so much to you know handle a lot of things uh by yourself. So as much as you can, whenever you can get help, get help. Whenever you can, you know, mm-hmm. get someone to in, please do taking on so much would eventually you know wear at you. And your mental health is precious as well as your physical health. So exactly. You guys, please, I beg you in the name of God, take your own advice. Ah, uh, you can wipe that smirk off your face, Sam. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe our listeners will know, but let me give you a brief on what Nora does. Nora is a um, registered nurse as well. She is a graphic designer, video editor, <laughs> social media manager, oh um, online tutor. She's also the uh, the the producer of this podcast <laughs> i'm missing a lot of things <laughs> remind me now Nora, but i think this issue is peculiar to perfectionists like we are scared if we give this part of our job to someone else the person would really give us the hundred percent results we expect so let's just do it ourselves and get it done with no time to waste. Yeah, yeah, that happens. That happens. But it doesn't change the fact that it's not a very good thing. Exactly. So um one more thing. I'd like you to, you know, give a passing word of, you know, uh encouragement or um motivation to, you know, people that are just stepping into the fashion industry. Just be consistent. If you intend on making a brand out of um, 
fashion designing, out of tailoring, just be consistent, try out new stuff, always ask your clients for feedbacks, rebrand, keep rebranding, learn, relearn, unlearn, and don't forget God, Sha. Add God, <laughs> because without God, you won't be anywhere. So that's basically it. Though. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So we'd want our listeners to be able to connect with you on social media. So please tell us your social media handles, no platforms. Okay. So on Instagram, my personal handle is pepire underscore, like P-E-P-P-Y-R-A-Y underscore. My business handle Pep underscore stitches. Then on YouTube, Perpetua Anigbe, same as Facebook. And my WhatsApp, 080-8617-6959. So please uh, connect with Pep Stitches on Instagram, Facebook, on YouTube. She has a lot of interesting content on there. So definitely you should check it out. And... Yeah. We're looking for a tailor with a nursing degree, then yes, yeah. you have Pep. If you want a tailor that can get your perfect you know, outfits, your dream outfit, without you know taking your measurements, please reach out to Pep. Yeah. She's an international tailor. Oh, she's, she, she's good. You should check out the outfit. Check out online. But especially on YouTube. You will be surprised. Yes, so please subscribe to my YouTube channel because what thing I'll tell you about the YouTube is it is not what you think it is. So do check it out Definitely. and have the same feeling I had. All right, it was really really nice having you. This has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening and joining us on this episode of the Breakfast Club. Look forward to having you join us for the next episode. It's coming out next week, Friday. We hope to hear from you. Comment, send us your feedback. Let us know what you think. And if you have any personal questions for Pep or our next guest, send out, send out a shout out. Let us know and we're going to ask them for you. All right, that's been our show. Join us next week.